0: Like many of you, we've a depression during life's ups and downs.
1: Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face.
0: Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music,
1: interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox.
0: James Cox, I think I just coughed out on you, didn't I? Do what? I did. Did you hear me coughing?
1: No, no, I didn't. I missed that.
0: Oh, well, good, because I did. Okay? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. I just ate food.
1: You ain't right. sick, are you? Are you no,
0: sick? No, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Hey, everybody!
1: <laughs> well, hey! hey,
0: hey. Well, welcome to, welcome to WinWordsville Music Week's Podcast. I'm your professional handicapped host, James Cox. I know I'm still not the voice of the scooter from the Muppets.
1: Quit asking him.
0: Yeah, quit asking me, people. Nobody asked me. Nobody,
1: Nobody. asked. except I. Yeah. Uh, except I. I, I. And I am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room, but only when I am playing the drums. I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley, aka Brosley.
0: Brosley. Brosley. It feels like,
1: it's been, like it's, been a, it's been a minute since we've done an episode.
0: Yes, it has. mean, I've been, I've been chomping at the bit to do one.
1: Yeah. Me too. So That's why I you... have four show notes already completed. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> yeah, using all this time, I've been I've been all over. It feels like I've been all over. My wife more so than I. Yes. but well, I, uh, well, see, I. I'm I'm in town and good to go now.
0: Well, see, the reason why I'm so excited now. I mean, not that I'm, you know, I mean, I've always like liked talking to music like too, but uh, since you told me that that your white alley is like, going to be out for a week, I'm like. Pfft. We gotta record. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that was kind of the the um you know she keeps referring to it. She's like you know you're you're a bachelor again for a week, and I'm like I don't know what I don't like that, but you know I've got some things to keep me occupied. Um, I I got some video games that I'm gonna play late into the night, which is something I usually don't do just because I don't want to disturb her. Right. Um, and I've got this this, uh, podcast that I wanted to do with you and do some, do some episodes and get some content at least recorded so we can, you know, get it put out at another time, but you know, just to get some stuff in there. Um, cause we got a lot of great ideas and stuff we want to, we want to get out, especially before we start getting into Christmas stuff. Cause we've also yes. got some Christmas things that we wanted to do. So, do. um, but yeah, I've got, I've got some plans of things to keep me busy this week. Um, so, uh, we're in the middle of a kitchen renovation. Um, yes. so I want to do a quick little shout out to Libby's custom designs. Uh, that is who is doing our kitchen renovation. He has done a phenomenal job, James. I sent you photos yeah, shortly was. before we start recording. Um, and the guy is incredible, Aaron Libby, um, anybody that's in Sumter, um, he's a Sumter guy and he does an incredible job. Um, if you want examples of like any of his work, you can go to his Facebook and check that out. Um, he's actually been posting pictures of our kitchen renovation on his facebook uh just updates and uh it's coming along really well we're really really happy with it um you will not be disappointed he's he's a he's a good dude very trustworthy does a phenomenal job very careful and uh i can't wait for the whole thing to be completed
0: so i i I, i'm looking at one of the pictures that you sent that you sent sent me today and it looks like a very clean all of it's like a clean like 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 clean work
1: yeah he does a phenomenal job and you know like when we bought this house last year uh the house was built in 1958 so there's a there's a lot of things like that kitchen that are still true to the original house um nothing was ever changed about that kitchen so it's like that it had this knotty pine wood paneling in the back the cabinets matched the knotty pine look um you know the countertops look like they have been updated a few you know probably 20 something years ago the floor has been updated but still needs to be updated again because it's been a while so those are things that we just you know we tossed a- around a lot of ideas about what to do because um, that was the last thing we we had done everything else we would painted every room we uh, redid the bathroom and just didn't know what to do with the kitchen and um you know, we started going to brew bakers also shout out to brew bakers here in Sumter. They have wonderful coffee, uh, and pastries and treats and food, uh, great food too. They had a, I I had a, uh, Turkey, um, uh, or excuse me, I had a chicken salad, um, croissant sandwich on Saturday and it was so good. Um, but, uh, so shout out to them, but he did the like countertops and everything in, uh, brew bakers. So, we saw some of his cutting boards that he had out for just on display at Brew Baker's that you could buy. And Allie started kicking around the ideas like, well, why don't we reach out? We know him. We went to church with him briefly um, before we started attending uh, CCC where we currently go. And um, so we already knew him, like knew him and his wife and their kids and like, yeah, let's, let's get a quote from him and we'll see what he wants to do. And he did this 3d rendering of like these ideas he had of how to change it up, but still stay true to that, original form and uh it, it's it is coming along so well he the guy and his wife aaron and, and um and michelle they are incredibly talented at what they do so huge kudos to them and uh check them out on um, their uh they have a website libby it's libby l-i-b-b-y custom designs.com um you can find out how to get in touch with them if you want him to come give you a quote on something and um can't I can't talk highly enough about this guy? He's incredible. Nice. Yeah.
0: And that's always good to know people, especially in, in if you're renovating your your house or something, because you know you get yeah. lower, You will get a little bit lower prices. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we are a house is not like it's not cheap at all. Let me tell you that. It is not. Yeah, it's no. <laughs> not cheap at all. No, cause, cause, but
1: yeah, he he has been he has been phenomenal and uh, very very happy with. With the work.
0: Yeah. Oh, big news! Oh. Big news! Okay, so I'm gonna back up my back up my um my my microphone for a minute.
1: Uh, I know what you're getting at. You
0: see this? Hold on.
1: Oh wait, I was looking at your shirt. Oh, you see that? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, look at all yeah. your vinyl, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cool.
0: And I, and I, and I got all my box box six right here. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I've been looking for that for like three three or four weeks now, right? So Yeah. So um I okay, for people who don't know who I'm talking what I'm talking about, like I got like a hundred and something vinyls. Like I I, I I don't even know. So I've been looking for me like a vinyl shelf and i and I bought one at at, at Home Depot and the cubes so were too small. I bought one yep. at Amazon, the, the whole thing was way too small. Something like right. So, I have this friend, Tim, and he's a singer, too, so we might get him on the, on the podcast soon. Um, okay. Yeah. But he has one. He has, he has this one that I got, you know? And, yeah. And he came over took me to Target where it was, you know, because only one Target has it. Like, okay, well... Yeah. Yeah, so he, he came over and helped me set it up. And all I gave him was food, and he's like, food's involved. I'm down. So, <laughs> you can always... You can always bribe somebody with food, y'all. It doesn't have to be money,
1: huh? Especially if their name is Blake Mosley.
0: And uh, we went to Taco Bell, so oh, cool! Taco Bell is like the supreme being of all beans.
1: Yeah, especially in I believe
0: it. Especially in um, oh, what's that movie with um, um, Wesley Snipes and Sylvester so, Stallone so, so where he's a police cop? Devilish um, man. Yes. In, okay, so if if you've never seen *The Man*, Taco Bell is the last, last, like, like the very last place. Like, it's like all, I'll fine dining, and Taco Bell everywhere, and they're, and they're the place to go. in, dem, in yeah. the, Demolition *The Man* movie. So, also, yes, sir. You know how I love vinyl, right? Obviously, right.
1: Right. Obviously.
0: Uh, I got this one in the other day. Avatar.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. I yeah. love that. That cover looks sweet.
0: Yeah. And it's, um, Hey, the Apocalypse, I think this was their third album. I don't know. But this one, I, I think this is where, where where they really got on the map with this one. Yeah. And then, you know me and yeah. my Colored Vinyls. So I had to get oh, it. yeah. The, you know, the, uh, the purple marble one. I think it's like galaxy, yeah. you know, kind of. I don't know. So, I
1: dig it. I dig it a lot.
0: Yeah. I must like it for anything colored.
1: Yeah, man. You
0: know, so I, I love cause, it because I get like so me. depressed when it's just black vinyl. It's like, fuck, really? Yeah, Gotta <laughs> you know, yeah. get some. Yeah, right, so.
1: Absolutely. Um. By the way, I need to uh, correct Aaron's wife's name. I knew as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like. That's not right. It's not Michelle. His wife's name is Stephanie. Stephanie and Aaron, uh, they are phenomenal. Uh, the Libby. So check them out. Her name is not Michelle. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, that's not right. So sorry, making that correction. Her name is Stephanie and Aaron. Stephanie.
0: So Aaron and Stephanie. Stephanie. Awesome. Aaron and
1: Stephanie, Libby. Yep. Awesome. Libby Custom Design. Good
0: people. Good people. Oh.
1: Good people. Hey, great people.
0: Question for you. Yes, sir. In your lifetime so far, has anybody told, has anybody told you to that that you're like a girl man you can you know no, I uh, wish
1: though I wish uh, I wish someone would come up to me and say something like that um because then, then I would say thank you because then you would I would take it as a huge compliment
0: cuz you do I mean you play drums right and like a girl like a girl and there's nothing wrong with that you know
1: nothing wrong at all but especially after we do this episode today uh, we're all going to be like got it going
0: thank you (laughs) all right yeah Yeah. so today's episode we're going to be talking about female drummers that we both love and admire
1: yeah so much yeah absolutely um um, this was also a uh episode suggestion uh by mr dave langer um hitting us up with some really good ideas uh we really appreciate that we love hearing what you guys would like to hear from us um so uh, more information later on how you can contact us in order to um, send us your ideas. And we'll, uh, we'll be glad to um, put those in the running for some episodes. Yes. Um, but although male drummers dominate the, the drumming world, this doesn't diminish the fact that women can play drums equally well as men. All the women that we'll discuss today are renowned world-class drummers who can play almost any type of music. Some of them are Instagram or YouTube sensations, uh, but some are just session musicians who played with artists such as Lenny Kravitz, Prince, Beyonce, and many more. Um, I, being a drummer, have always been very, very intrigued when I saw a female drummer, just because you don't see them as often. No, oh. But... They are, the ones that we're going to talk about today, for sure stand out in some fashion, and I'm very excited to get into that.
0: Nice. Well, speaking of Lenny Kravitz, we're going to talk about his drummer, Cindy yes. Blackman. Okay. Yes. So some of you know, might know, may have heard of Cindy Blackman as, as the drummer for Lenny Kravitz. Uh, some as the wife of the guitarist, Carlos Santana.
1: Still, yep, didn't know that.
0: Nope. still didn't in the German, that.
1: huh? I said nope, didn't know that.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I knew that Carlos was married, but I had no idea, right?
1: Didn't so, know so, to her. That was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty wild.
0: Yeah. So okay. Uh. So still in the drumming community, she is widely popular as one of the best female drummers worldwide. Cindy Blackman has made a name playing with artists such as Buckethead. Ooh, I love Buckethead. And right. Josh Stone, before branching out to work with artists like Pharoah Sanders, Sunny Sunny Simmons, Ron Carter, who who is also her husband. What? Okay.
1: Yeah, that's her current husband. Her current. Oh,
0: husband. so she was married that's to Carlos, and that. Oh, okay. Thanks for clearing that up.
1: And now up. she's Ron Carter. Okay. <laughs>
0: She also played with Sam Rivers and Cassandra Wilson, among others.
1: Yeah, so. I remember seeing the music video for um, "I Want to Get Away" like I way back fly, in the day. Yeah, live. Yeah, that was probably the first time that I remember seeing a, and this, and that's before I started playing drums. But just th- that was the first time I remember seeing a female drummer, and I just thought it was cool. Uh, she looked really cool because she had these like really, really awesome looking sunglasses on and this huge fro and dude was like, she was, she was feeling it. And yeah. I, I love that. And uh, if there's one thing that I can't stand when I'm watching a drummer is when you look like a robot and you're not having fun and you're, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. have fun with it, man, get into it, show some expression when you're playing Um, and uh, you could just, she just gave off this energy that was just so attractive to to me, you know. As a kid, I, yeah. I was like, "Cindy yeah. Blackman's gonna, right. kind fun." <laughs> um, but yeah, like I I I loved that. So, um, and then once you see that, you kind of try to look out for that more often. Um, and when they when other female drummers stand out, it really like piques your interest, you know?
0: Exactly. Exactly
1: well um let's move on to this next one who is definitely an icon when it comes to the drumming world um anybody in the drumming community can tell you who she is but uh sheila e uh sheila e is an icon in the music industry and one of the most famous uh one of the most famous female drummers excuse me started playing drums when she was only 17 years old working with prince uh who is who is impressed by her drumming skills so she uh, she gave he gave Sheila a chance to perform on his award show for their '80s category. Back when this was still a relatively uh, new territory, um, since then we have seen many different phases in Sheila's career. Good lord, in Sheila's career, <laughs> uh, including singing, um, which has given us plenty of opportunities to hear some gems uh, that never made it into the glamorous life, but are definitely worth checking out if you are into R and B um, or any jazz vibes um, from the '80s era. Um, yeah. So uh, again, that was before my time. So Sheila E was not my, uh, I didn't know about Sheila E until I started playing drums, but you know, I remember going to, um, like Leonard's music and Seiko and anywhere here in town looking at drum stuff. And they always had like, uh, these catalogs for different brands of, um, of drumming equipment and you flip through one thing I always like to do was go to the uh, artist section and learn who was endorsed by what companies and, uh, learn a little bit more about that. And Sheila E seemed to pop up over and over and over again. Um, and then I found out that she played for Prince and what a career, right? Uh, there was a really cool documentary about not documentary, um, podcast on Prince that I listened to. It was like a two or three parter. And, um, it was really cool to, to listen to like how he came across Sheila E. bringing excuse me bringing her into the into the band because that was that was a standout thing. As if Prince didn't stand out enough, uh, he he went and got a female drummer just to be different from everyone yeah. else, right? Hardly, like he loved that. He was like, "Yes, please come play drums for me. I love that."
0: Yeah, because you hardly saw him. You know, you you didn't see any yeah. any females like during the 80s era at all. And I most of all, 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 all males, but yeah, yeah, I, I, remember hearing about Sheila, you, um, working with Prince, but, uh, not, not only that, uh, she worked, she worked with Madonna, um, Ringo Starr yeah. and his all-star band, um, yeah. and Cindy Lauper and recently, Beyonce.
1: And Beyonce. So yep. she's been kicking yeah. some butt, and yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. She's yeah. Been, been doing a lot of great things. you know.
1: Quite a career.
0: So, yes, yeah, sir. Okay, so now we're going to talk about uh, Kimberly Thompson. Okay, so most of you might not know her, um, but hardly any girl in the history of music made a much a mark as Kimberly Thompson has on the drums. In her early days, uh, Kimberly used to play with jazz guitarist Mike Stern and became widely known as for playing alongside Beyonce. Once again, but I mean, everybody can playing with her. Um, she has yeah. also played with Jay Z and Kanye West. Uh, she currently, uh, she's currently president of her mu- of her music label, uh, KT Music Productions, all one word, based in yep. New is... New York City. New York City. New York. Re- yeah. Do you remember that commercial? New York yeah. City. What? <laughs> it's like I think it's like 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 a bean commercial or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she graduated from Manhattan School for a music prestigious jazz comp- composition and education program with a bachelor's degree in music arts and she played with some of the greats.
1: Yeah oh yeah um especially anybody that's a, it's a little bit more in the modern um, right the modern day yeah. Um, because these, these people still use a lot of live bands like Kanye West, obviously. Um, if anybody has kept up with Kanye West recently, he has like 20 people on stage. He's doing his Sunday service thing. Um, and it's cool. I like that. Um, one of the drummers that he has, he, I mean, he has like 10 drummers on stage with him, but, uh, one of the drummers that he has is, uh, Devin Taylor from, um, who plays for Justin Bieber. So Justin Bieber also does a lot of things with Kanye West right now. And, um, so for Kanye, like he's always been like a, I think Kanye West is an amazing musician, songwriter, lyricist, you name it. And, uh, he knows what he wants and he goes after it. And, um, he, he, he definitely wanted a live band for a lot of stuff. So, um, also I love to see that in hip hop which I think I'm going to put, I'm going to put a stop to something right now. A lot of people that think that hip hop is just you create beats um, on a computer and you just you poop it out and you do your lyrics on top of that I promise you there's a whole lot more that goes into it than just that especially when it comes to playing live it's not just like karaoke where you hit play sometimes it is yes but also that happens at a lot of churches so I will say how can you say that and then you defend you know sister hazel getting up. that's actually a band Um, but, uh, sister in this case, it's a member of a church Mm -hmm. sister Hazel gets up there and she sings a song, um, that is literally straight off of YouTube. And you hit the space bar to play the song. And she sang over the top of it. That is no different than you saying that hip hop does not have any talent or backing musicians or anything like that, because Kanye West, Jay-Z, they're going to go out, Andy Manio, any of those guys get out there with a live band. And then Kanye West was like, Kimberly Thompson, you come play for me. And she knows what she's doing. She's gotten out there with all kind of R&B and hip-hop artists and has also made a huge name for herself in the drumming world.
0: Yeah, um, Yeah, because I mean, uh, did you hear that uh, that that Kanye and, and Mary Manson now, Christian yes, okay. Sidebar. I don't know
1: anything about, I don't know the details of all that, but I, I did want to talk about that with you one day. Yeah, okay. Who ever thought that we would we would have (laughs) we would see the day when Marilyn Manson would uh, attend something like? uh, I mean, people are more aware of Kanye West's recent in the past few years because he started as a gospel
0: singer, right?
1: Kanye, who? Kanye, yes, yes, he did. Grew up in gospel singing, gospel or singing in church. um, A lot of gospel hymns and stuff um but yeah recently Kanye West has been like putting out all this straight up like Christian rap music and um it's really good like it it, 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 it we covered this a lot on not religious we talked about Kanye and his transition into this realm right in this genre yeah. subgenre and um so he's doing that but that's not as uncommon as seeing something like Marilyn Manson <laughs> attending something like this and then like praying with Kanye. I mean, it is just wild, man. Never thought I'd see the day. I remember going to Carolina rebellion the year that Marilyn Manson played there. Um, and then this is so off topic, I'm sorry, but I remember going uh, to Carolina uh rebellion the year that he played there. It was the year. I think it was the last time that he played because I believe it was at that performance. He got banned from North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, because he cut himself on stage and he ripped up a bible on stage and now i didn't see that because we didn't (coughs) how carolina rebellion works with a lot of these festivals when you have such big names and a bunch of bands playing, you have multiple stages so if you want to get a good spot for a band you really want to go see sometimes you have to sacrifice seeing a certain band to get a good because i mean as soon as that one band is done the next band starts like it's boom boom you have no time so if you sometimes you have to sacrifice so, we sacrificed seeing Marilyn Manson because I'm not a huge Manson fan. I'm not either, um, yeah. But I wanted to see Corn. Yeah. So, Corn was playing that night. So, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to skip Marilyn Manson. I'm going to get a good spot for Corn, And it was a great choice. But apparently, <laughs> at that show, Marilyn Manson cut himself on stage. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, Bible, the whole nine yards and was banned from South Carolina and North Carolina. I think we talked about this a little bit on our halloween um cover wars i think we did this yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. i can't remember but uh but yeah so now we've now we've got all that going on so sorry that was so off topic no, but, no, uh, no, yeah, it's fine. It's, a, it's something interesting to look into um well let's move on to our next one here this this chick okay this is around the time that i was playing drums okay and she really really stood out to me um meg white of the white stripes um she is while people may say she's not a great drummer what do what what do you classify as a great drummer is what i always say to that you know do you do you want somebody that has like they do triplets on everything they do fast double bass they you know whatever you you know there's a there's a million different categories of what people would consider a great drummer
0: right well okay so you know me and i and, and my love for double bass Anything that, I mean, if if it didn't do like this 20,000 miles an hour, I'm all for you, you know? So yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, in the case of Meg White, she's always been a minimalist. And I mean that because in this sense, when she sets her drums up, she doesn't have a lot of drums. Like it's not like, she's not like Neil Peart up there with drums that are wrapped all around her. She has uh, a kick drum, a kick drum, excuse me, a floor tom, a snare drum. Um, a set of hi hats and one cymbal it's that's very 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 minimal for a drum set you can still do a lot with that but it's if you look at how a drum set is typically set up a, a lot of people want a lot more than that right So that always stood out to me that she kept it very 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 basic now she wasn't she wasn't you know doing all kind of fancy fills or anything like that but she stood out because she was solid and I mean on a song like Seven Nation Army, good lord. All right. I I'm jumping ahead of my notes here. So yeah. let me just read this. <laughs> okay. portion of it. We'll dive into all that. I need to shut up. So Meg White suffers from the Ringo Star dilemma. We've talked about this before. Yeah, so just because Starr- you can play <laughs> Yeah. What's yeah. that?
0: Okay, because yeah, because Ringo Star is, is is it's very simplistic too. He don't have a lot of time either. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Very similar playing styles between these two. Right. Um, just to, just because you don't play flashy, people tend to assume that you didn't belong in one of the greatest bands of your era. Uh, uh, suffice to say um, that anyone who can manage the John Bonham-esque power of Seven Nation Army was hardly there by accident. And in live performances, the White Stripes had a primal connection that rivaled the Juke Joint uh, Blues duos that they love. For that matter, just consider Jack White's solo career. Um, he plays with more technically adept uh drummers now but it's not better or worse it's just different so yeah meg white really stood out to me because it was so basic but it was it punched i love a good punch and you think about seven nation army where it's just this driving kick drum the whole time right right. um and one another thing i love about seven nation army is in that chorus you know they do these um these little hits in that chorus that kind of change it up a little bit and add some more dynamics into the song. So you got that, nah, nah, dun, 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 nah, nah, nah. Yeah. you know, just, yeah. you know, just to break it up a little it's bit. Subtle, and yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. And it just, it adds a little bit of flair to it and changes things up and her ability, uh, you can't base it on, even off that song, like fell in love with a, with a girl is a great punk song. I've always considered that a great punk song. It's very fast. Um, i love blue orchid um blue orchid's another another one of those that punches really good um doorbell is a great song that shows off some of her different playing styles that she can do but yeah she's definitely got this ringo star
0: yeah.
1: um playing style
0: even in live performances you know she always amazes me you know how she does the stuff that she does uh but and she looks happy. yeah yeah
1: well, she's smiling the whole time
0: right uh, settle sort of this this dilemma for me. Okay, so I've heard that your brother and sister. I've heard that your wife and husband and wife. Which one are they really?
1: Um, I think. <laughs> so we think we don't know. I I don't know to okay. be honest with you. I've never looked into that too much.
0: Because I've heard that like the final saying is brother is a husband and wife." That's that's. I'll tell That's you what. Heard what from, I'll look that up. Okay. I should have
1: looked that up before we started, but right. um, I will look that up.
0: Yeah, because many, many, many people think that they're the brother and sister, but so, I, here, I like think they
1: were. I think they were married.
0: Okay, and, and just say that they were brother and sister to to have more I more of a, like a chemistry, you know.
1: I'm. A, I'll look it up. I'll okay. let you know for sure. I'm pretty sure they were married at one time. Okay. But I, I his ex-wife okay I just found it okay. the group consisted of Jack white and his ex-wife Meg okay white. so no, okay. brother and sister they were married right. yep because yeah.
0: because I, I think they were labeled as brother and sister when they came out but I don't think they were married at I, that yeah, time right
1: I do remember a lot of people thinking mm-hmm. that they were brother and sister yeah so yeah there he may have intentionally said that was weird yeah. anyway I guess the, he's I, a strange, strange guy yeah
0: did you know that dude do an elephant head in this house? No way! Really? I, I was watching a something about of, of it, yeah, because yeah, I was watching um um Pickers uh Frank and Mike Frank and Mike the uh I don't know some kind of car- Carolina Picker show and uh, oh American Pickers American via yeah, and uh and, oh, okay cool and, and, and uh, they went to Jack White's house and he had a he had <laughs> elephant head in it I'm not sure no if way. It's real or not. yeah I'm not sure if it's real but uh, yeah so that's that's kind of that's cool
1: I don't, it's you know. cool. It's a little strange, but it's cool. It's cool if it's fake.
0: It sucks if it's real. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, So let's move along. (laughs) Debbie Peterson, the Bagels, were uh, very much a garage band in the former days. Uh, when they regularly covered the seats of uh, and the Yardbirds on stage. Uh, Debbie Peterson, uh, Debbie Peterson's playing. Uh, grew up as the band branched out, but she always kept in the roots in the mind. Uh, check to the power on Hazy Shade of Winner. Good song. Yeah. Um, extra points for singing backup or lead the vocals on, on virtually every tune. Truly commencing uh, her place among the best female drummers. So she was the Bengals drummer all the way through, right?
1: Yeah, I love the Bengals. Oh, Allie yeah. loves the bangles. Yeah. Um, I mean, a bunch of great songs. Eternal Flame, Walk Like an Egyptian.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Man yes.
1: of Monday, great songs. All female groups are, I love an all female group. I think it's, uh, I love, especially when, if they're ever related, which I don't know if any of them are related, but you have that family harmony sometimes. And a, like a female harmony just sounds a lot better to me than a male harmony. Um, but yeah, Eternal Flame is a wonderful song. Yeah. Um, and uh, I absolutely love this band
0: Maddie Money is like, like one of the best songs I've ever made just yep. another Maddie yeah that's
1: yep. oh man they, that had some, so... they had some really really yeah. big hits yeah. um and to, and then to be an all female group right just uh extra like brownie points man it's just you didn't see it a lot
0: yeah, no. no I think the only band they could write well that band is um oh uh I I think it's the Cherry Bombs with Leadborn and Pat Benatar and yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's that's one of the all-time great. The runaways. Runaways. The runaways. Yep. Yeah. They, I yeah, yeah you know, know, their song with ch- ch- Cherry Bomb. Yeah,
1: ch- ch- The Runaways ch- and
0: yeah. uh ch- 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 Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good song.
1: We'll get we'll get to the Runaways in just a little bit.
0: Okay. Cool. Man.
1: So, um so next one here, Gina Shock uh, when the Go-Go's, another all-female band, uh, first appeared, it was pretty obvious that Gina Shock had the greatest instrumental chops of anybody in the band. The others had a great grasp on hooks and melody, but it was Shock who made their music danceable, and she drove the Go-Go's even harder after Charlotte um, Caffey and Jane Weldon began stepping forward on guitar. Also, let it be known that the band's two breakthrough hits have drum intros. So there's no denying it. Um, we got the beat, um, and then vacation I believe starts out. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure here, but no, it doesn't. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. our lips are sealed. That's what it was. I was like, dang, I know it was those. Yeah. I know we got the beat, and then um, which is what we almost named this episode was we got the beat. Uh, right. But I decided on the other one instead. But like yeah, so <laughs> so take that into account. We got we got the beat, which is their you know number one song on I'm looking at it, Spotify right now yeah. so that's their number one song and then Our Lips Are Sealed is right behind it with like 31 uh, million streams on it and uh both of those songs start out with a drum solo so nice.
0: yeah. I don't, okay so I don't think that drummers get the respect that they should because you can't Thank have you. a good song without a good beat you can't have Thank a good you. beat without a good drummer
1: with the backbone
0: Yes, you are. I mean, I mean,
1: cause Backstone I of I, the whole band.
0: I still think that the that that you can tell if it's gonna be good song just by intro
1: alone. That's right. Yeah. That's what it's I think. How You grab the attention of, of your listener. Yes. you gotta like, whatever whatever you can put out there to get in their their ears, uh, to grab them, um, and pull them in so they they're there for the rest of the song. Exactly. So exactly. Drum intros don't always work, but uh. I love any opportunity to kick a song off with a drum fill of right. any kind. Yeah. yeah.
0: I guess that's why y'all, y'all are a lot of people in the room. Only
1: when we we're playing the drums.
0: Only when you're playing well, I, Well, I heard Get that. a twist. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, Sandy West. Yeah. As one of the first great punk rock drummers. Oh, shit. Woo. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> Sandy West co-founded the Runaways at age
1: 15.
0: The band was originally built around her and Joan Jett. West's powerful drumming was one reason why the Runaways were able to evolve into an arena, rock, and promo metal band. Uh, the band, the, The band's Live in Japan album is perhaps her best show of strength. No, the Rosaline Cowbell. We need more of that, right?
1: You, you could always use just a little bit more.
0: A little bit more. Um, on the cover of The Velvet Underground, it's rock and roll. Uh, sadly, Wes was one of the only runaways who never went to the top uh, never went on uh, the Pokes band life she deserved. Thanks, partly, in addition to partly to Kim's to keep them out of these financial financial manipulations. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. She had hit. a rough at the end. Yeah, I mean, you do hear about these tragic stories with with a, uh, I guess, very few and far between, but it's happening more more so than ever. Uh, you put yeah. your trust in somebody to take care of your financial, you know, mm-hmm. happenings, and they, they just screwed you over, you know.
1: Yeah. That, yeah, it happens a lot.
0: And, and that doesn't happen just in music. That happens in comedy, too, because I, I was watching a like, YouTube channel, YouTube video, and Dane Cook was, like, up on a rise, I mean, to be like, like one of the best uh, comedians ever, um, his, sure. his brother handled his money, all gone, all gone, left him with nothing. So, it, yeah. it, it doesn't just happen in music, It happens everywhere, and that's pretty sad, to, trust, to put your trust in somebody, and you know and, and somebody screws you over royally you know
1: so. it's a huge gamble to let your family handle your finances yeah um, you especially if you're successful in the music field and any other like form of entertainment yeah. um because there suddenly becomes a demand for you in some in some way mm-hmm. and if you have greedy uh, you see it a lot with parents right. um uh, yes. the parents See, especially with, like a kid with, with who, britney who, spears. dude we yeah we're oh gonna do it yeah. don't worry everybody <laughs> we're gonna do yeah. an episode on britney spears um i just i kind of wanted to wait until the whole thing with britney spears was done yeah, uh, right. because i don't really like talking about something without a, a final story yeah, uh, yeah. or an ending yeah so like thankfully there's a happy ending um so now that that's done, we're, that is in the works. I'm watching some documentaries uh trying to prepare to know the whole story, but yeah, Britney Spears is a classic ex- example of that. Yeah. She, you know, her dad it, it completely screwed her over um and basically was holding her as a prisoner in her own freaking house. Right. Um for almost 20 something years, you know. It's just really sad. Um and uh you know I think Beyonce was another one that had some family history of, uh, or family problems with um, them kind of holding up to her finances and overseeing all that. But, you know, it happens a lot. And, uh, and unfortunately, that wasn't the only thing that, that happened to her too. She, you know, there were some addictions in there and um, she had some real struggles. Um, But uh, man, what an iconic band. Um, I've never seen the movie, um, but I heard that the movie was really good. It's got a, Oh, man, what is her name? Um, she was in Twilight. She was Bella in Twilight. Um, I think she plays oh, okay. Joan Jett. Uh,
0: uh,
1: What's her face? I know exactly what you're all, talking about. Yeah. It yeah. kind of people, kinda looks like she's about to throw up.
0: A lot of people said that she can't act. Right? Yeah. Her?
1: I think she's okay. I think she's. it, it might have just been Twilight where uh, I just, every time I saw her, she kind of looked like this, where she's like, Edward, Edward. Jacob, uh, I'm torn between you two. It looks like she's about to just blow chunks everywhere. So, <laughs> right. anyway, um, I will not hold it to her though, because a lot of people said that Robert Pattinson wasn't a great actor either because Stewart. of Twilight and Christmas. Looky here,
0: Kristen We've Stewart.
1: got uh, Batman, yep. Kristen Stewart. That's it. Yep. yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, I just looked it up because I was that was I was, was going to bother me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um.
1: Yeah. No. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's. A, I heard it's a good movie, though, so check that out.
0: Yeah, yeah but Sandy yeah. West was a powerful, powerful drummer, dude. Yeah. She killed it. Punk always. Rock, Yeah, Punk I mean, rock. and had one of the best um, live in Japan Now, I mean, that's... Yeah. Another live in Japan is uh, Drew Freeze and that, I mean, I guess Japan has, past, has like a, it's like a, you know, any time you play here, one of the is going yeah. to succeed. To the full An rad- incredible
1: fan base if yeah. you if you have fans of japan um you've got it made dude uh right. from what, what i've heard um and if you want to know more about artists from japan we did a whole episode on that yes go check that out um all right so moving on to this one i had to include her in this <clears throat> because i i don't think she gets enough credit i think she's be- she's like a joke to a lot of people but um i wanted to include karen carpenter in this list um yes some of the some of the carpenter stuff is a little bit campy kind of funny um especially all the christmas stuff but anyway uh so karen carpenter uh carpenter she became famous as the lead singer of the group the carpenters and was able to play drums and sing at the same time also something that i highly admire which is hard to do very hard to do. Yeah. I've done it and it is not fun.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, but uh it also try singing harmonies while mm. you're playing drums too. I've also done that and it yeah. is not fun. no thank you. Um but uh together with uh with uh the brother Richard Carpenter, they both became the most successful duo <clears throat> excuse me, in um the music in music history, excuse me. Hits like Yesterday, Once More, and Rainy Days and Mondays have become classics. Uh, Carpenter expressed her style through feather light and compelling <laughs> arrangements. She was also associated with a calm and soft voice. very soothing, um, especially of any of their Christmas songs that they had. Karen's drumming skills were also appreciated by her male counterparts with the likes of um, Hal Blaine and Buddy Rich. She was by far one of my favorite drummers and one of my biggest uh, inspirations. Um, for playing drums, Buddy Rich is was was an incredible drummer, jazz drummer, and um, I love watching um old YouTube videos of some of the solos that he did, and like he would go on the Muppets and do like uh drum battles with Animal and stuff, really fun. Um, but yeah, so Buddy Rich was also one of those people that that just showered her with numerous praises. Um, and you can actually go on YouTube and find some drum sh- drum solos that they used to do on their like variety show. And she was really good, man. She did not get enough credit for that. Um, but today, uh, Carpenter is still considered one of the best drummers in the world. Um, but and a lot of people don't even know that. They just hmm. hear the Carpenters and they think, oh, that family band yeah, that right. had like really, really, you know, um, awful songs in the seventies, which I don't think they were awful. But a lot of people give them crap, and I don't think they should. Right.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I wasn't much into the Carpenters. I think my, my friends has like one or two Christmas. i just like that. I think everybody in the world have some kind of Christmas. Yeah, am a big carpenter Yeah, yeah. So, so that was my introduction they're, they're, like a, they're like, you either hate us or you love us. There's no yeah. you know, in between. There's no in between. Yeah. No. Uh, so I have been watching this next artist for a had long time her, on man. YouTube. She's yeah, so had great. to include her. Thank you for doing it, you know, because I'm a really big <laughs> fan, a huge fan of her. Um, oh, yeah. Maytel Cohen, C O H E N, for those who want to look it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, Maytel is from Israel and was born in Ramat, Ramat Gan in 1984. Uh, her career started as a live and studio musician at the age of 18 when she learned to play the drums. Uh, before starting her career formally, uh, she did two years of military service in the Israel Army. When women yeah. are also uh conscripted here, there, hmm. um, and so in 2010, uh, her video project on YouTube, which she was performing drum covers on popular rock songs, brought her name to recognition, and that's where I found her out. Yep. Um, this prompted this prompted Cohen to f- to found her own band, um, and record the first album called. Co- the band is called Cohen, mm-hmm. um, and she has three albums. I think. I think um, we, Wikipedia said that. Okay. Um, two albums. Um, she had a significant influence and was an inspiration to many young girls in in Israel, of course, right? Yeah. Uh, Cohen made drums um more popular with women and promoted female instrumentalists. So yeah. Yes, yeah, Sir so Herbert Cohen has um has two albums. One her first one is called Alchemy, which was released in twenty fifteen, and the Witness in twenty nineteen. I mean, I I haven't heard them yet, but I mean, I mean if yeah. there's anything like the way she plays on YouTube, they're they're both you know pretty bad, uh, bad yeah. you know?
1: um, So my first, the first video I remember seeing of uh Maytall, uh was her cover of Nightmare by Avenged Sevenfold. And what stood out to me on that was if you probably don't know, unless you're a huge drum nerd, um, or a huge Avenged Sevenfold fan, but, um, you know, Avenged Sevenfold started out with an amazing drummer called the Rev. I mean, that dude was incredibly talented. He passed away after they only did like three albums. Um, but he passed away. Uh, and, they they brought in Mike Portnoy um, yes. f- from Dream Theater to uh to play the drums for that follow-up album. Right. Um, called Nightmare, I believe was the the name of the album. But uh yeah, so the song Nightmare though all, has this really, really, really cool intro um where the drums like kick in like super fast, but then they stop, and there's this like haunting um guitar riff that kind of reminds me of Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's so fast and it just once once it kicks in and the song gets going and it punches and, um, there's all these cool fills that start into it. What stood out to me was the fact that that was not a song that the Rev played drums on. Um, but it was Mike Portnoy who is credited as being one of the most incredible drummers in the entire world played in one of the most amazing prog metal bands that there ever was. And she went in there and just, absolutely killed it did a wonderful job with that cover it blew my mind um and she's another one of those drummers that like she just smiles the whole time and she just looks so happy and it makes you smile because you're like i'm in a bad mood i want to go watch somebody who's having a great time doing something that they love that inspires me to go out there and do something that i want to do um and i like hit subscribe and Mm -hmm. You know, got, got notifications every time she dropped a new cover. And then she went on to do amazing covers of all kind of different songs. But she was definitely more of a metalhead. And um, she did, like, Down With The Sickness. And she did a few more Avenged Sevenfold songs and Slipknot covers. And it was just, oh, man, it blew my mind.
0: Also, I'm not sure if you know who this is. Do you know who Doc, Doc Coyle is? O. Doc Coyle? Coyle? Yeah, no.
1: I don't think so. Um, mm-hmm.
0: He's in the band the Bad Wolf now. Um, but he okay. was in a band called um, God, he's, God forbid, and he
1: God forbid, yes, I remember God forbid, and yeah. da, and
0: that coil is on, is on her first album a- a- Alchemy, so she's been gotcha. working with, I mean, and and she even met Mike Portnoy on one of her YouTube videos, yep, and he was like, oh my God, you're made <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, he's, he's, and I think that, yeah, he, and I think that he was more exciting to her than she was from him, you know, which is odd to say because I mean. Mike right. Portnoy, but I mean, you got a female drummer with kills it on on the yeah. song that you played on. So,
1: yeah, that's just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I still follow. Uh, I still follow Mike Portnoy. Yeah. Um, on Instagram and everything, just to kind of keep up with. He's not in Dream Theater anymore, right. but um, he still has a bunch of different bands that he plays in, and a bunch of side projects, a lot of supergroup things that he does with the other very famous musicians from the '80s. But I will say um,
0: this: the guy that got the the guy that got his position, Mike 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 Manzini. perfect. Yeah, perfect.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. Also, Mike Mike Portnoy's again. This is very off topic. We'll get back to um <laughs> the, the female in a second. <laughs> We're just but, geeking out. So, um, yeah. the uh his son Max Portnoy, um oh man I can't remember w- what the name of the band is um. And I have no way of looking it up right now. But anyway, I his gotcha. his son was in a up and coming, excuse me, an up and coming hardcore band, also an incredible drummer. But he has recently been announced as the new drummer for the band Code Orange. I don't know if you're familiar with Code yes. Orange. So his, yes, Mike Portnoy's son that's playing drums for them. Oh know.
0: no, okay, yeah, because they were coming to to Columbia, but I had to cancel because of COVID.
1: Yeah, I Code Orange not, is a great dude, great hardcore band. Man, I, I love, love
0: Reba. Reba's amazing. Have you seen her play?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: I think she's the funniest, funniest person on Earth. Cause, cause all of our interviews are like, okay, yeah. She never, yeah. she never. <laughs> never You've you seen it? She yeah. never breaks the foul, dude. Nope, nope. <laughs> like deadpan, yep. That's what I, I really the, wonder. come on my show. I'm, yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, I'm gonna guarantee she'll laugh at me so, somehow. <laughs> within the next like first like ten minutes, I'll have her busting that laugh, and I don't know. That's how. right. Yeah. You're
1: gonna, you're gonna draw it out of her. <laughs> That's right. Um, <but> yeah, <laughs> Code Orange started out with, uh, um, their. Their, their front man playing drums and, you know, screaming and doing all the vocals and stuff like that and stuff too. But now he stepped out front. So yeah, Max Portnoy, Mike Portnoy's son is now playing drums um, in Code Orange. Yeah. Um, but dude, you mentioned God Forbid. Talk about another band that stands out. A lot of, you don't see a lot of black musicians in no. the the hard rock and metal scene no. either. No, but and, Byron really kills it. And, all black metal band was just it was so cool to see man i remember seeing the first music video for for oh man i can't remember what the name of the song is but um their drummer he had this purple drum set and i just thought that drums it was a pearl kit i remember just the way that those drums looked in that music video just popped and they were so beautiful and i was like good lord almighty how do i play drums like that guy and where in the world do i get drums (laughs) just like that um but yeah um yeah so uh (laughs) uh let's move on to i think this is our last yep this is our last one so this girl when when uh dave when mr dave uh sent me a message on a show suggestion and it was on doing female drummers i was like gotta talk about nandy bushel got to talk about nandy bushel and if you are not familiar with that name right off hand by the time we get done with this uh, this section here, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about because if you have any so- any social media page, you have seen her pop up at some point. I guarantee it. So Nanny Bushell, um, who was born April 28th of 2010, so keep that in mind. She's only 11 years old. Okay? Oh, her. Um, is okay.
0: A, I know exactly. Like, yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, yep. yep. Yep.
1: So uh, she is a British Zulu. Um, musician of south african descent and a social media celebrity she is best known for her drumming skills performing covers of popular rock songs which had drawn the attention of several musicians including quest love who plays for the roots um and also in the house band for um jimmy Jim, fallon's yeah, late night yeah. show
0: right
1: um another incredible drummer lenny kravitz have as we mentioned before dave grohl of nirvana and um foo right. fighters oh. and matt bellamy her videos soon drew attention both online and in local media, including for an advertisement for John Lewis and Partners department stores in 2018. Questlove had seen her videos and was impressed with her ability to, um, for some tricky rhythm sections, um, and he sent her a custom child-sized drum kit, uh, as well as circulating her videos to his friends in the music community. One of the songs that uh, Bushell had covered in 2019 was Nirvana's In Bloom, which is a and as a drummer it's a very iconic song everybody wants to play in bloom at some point you want to learn how to play in bloom um which she posted in november of 2019 the video became a viral hit gaining over 10 million views via twitter within a week Mm. the band drummer dave grohl um learned of the video from his producer butch vig and was impressed with her with her performance um stating quote there's something about seeing the joy and energy of a kid in love with an instrument. She just seemed like a force of nature. And, and honestly, when you watch her videos, it's kind of like a like you've got, you've got to smile because she is having a blast. And I love the way that she screams when she's playing because (laughs) she's so happy she's overjoyed and she's just like, yeah. And it's just, it's so funny. Um, Later in August of 2020, the, in the midst of the COVID-19 epidemic, or excuse me, pandemic, Bushell performed a cover of Everlong by the Foo Fighters, which is incredibly difficult for the forearms. Speaking from experience, <laughs> it's my warm song. <laughs> oh, no, okay. Uh, it, it gets, it gets mm. your forearms, it gets the blood flowing. Yeah. Um, another one of Grohl's bands, um, and challenged Dave Grohl to a drum-off as she considers Grohl her favorite drummer. Grohl responded by his own performance of um, Dead End Friends by Them Crooked Vultures, um, another one of his bands, side bands, um, to return the challenge to Bushel. She in turn responded by matching his performance on the same song. After which, Grohl conceded um, defeat. Uh, conceded defeat to her, and subsequently wrote and performed a song inspired by her. Thrilled at Grohl's song, Bushel also wrote and performed her own song based on her love of Grohl's musical ability. By November of 2020, Grohl arranged an online video chat with Bushel. Excuse me. During which she offered her uh, offered for her to perform with him at the Foo Fighters (laughs) and the Foo Fighters. Excuse me on stage once they were able to tour again in the UK. The virtual drum battle drew millions of views to the sets uh, of videos and further Bushel's followers on social media. And by February of 2021, she had over 800,000 followers on Instagram. I was one of those. Mm -hmm. And 250,000 followers on YouTube, also one of those. Mm -hmm. Um, on, On August 26th of 2021, Grohl and Bushel met in person for the first time, so sweet, in Los Angeles. I remember seeing that video and it almost made me cry. Um, at the forum, surprising fans by performing with the Foo Fighters, having Bushell on the stage where they played, you guessed it, Everlong, uh-huh. to close out the, the evening in front of an audience of 20,000-some-odd people. Man. Uh, recently, <laughs> she has battled another living legend. I just saw this the other day and threw in the notes here. Um, another living legend when she took on Roger Taylor from Queen. Uh-huh. So, dude, she's she is a fun girl to watch play the drums man she's having such a blast like i said her facial expressions the way she screams when she's playing she's so into it she hits so hard um and uh you can tell like she probably tears up drumsticks and cymbals and drum heads and stuff like crazy but it looks like she has a very very supportive dad um in that as well he's always like their video in the of all of her performances and Um, uploading all her social media stuff and and uh, looks like she comes from a very supportive family so i'm really happy that that she's doing so well at such a young age i hope that she gets a career playing with someone and she goes goes on to be one of these living legends like sheila e cindy blackman meg white any of the ones we talked about today i really can't wait to see where nandy bushel goes from here because we'll all sit back and be like oh dude you remember she she played with dave grohl on stage and played foo uh, foo fighter songs and um god man it's just it makes me so happy i i had to include that in this episode
0: okay so there's two more drummers that we haven't that, that we haven't covered but but it but it's very well noted okay so yeah my name is Kid. Right? Oh yeah, um, totally so, forgot. Yeah, dude. So Stephanie Eulenberg, yep. E yep. U L I N B E R G. Um, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she nails it every time she goes out for Kid Rock. Um, right. I, I think she's been with him since the since um um, Ball with the Ball album, right? Or oh or, yeah, or, uh, or, yeah. So or, or I remember watching
1: album. um, yeah um. Okay. I remember watching the uh, Woodstock like '99 uh, videos yeah, where yeah, she's yeah. playing. Yes, yeah. she's another one, man. She's Kills having it. a blast up there. Kills it. smiling. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay, so another she. Yeah, so everybody check out Stephanie U Ulenberg, great, right. great female drummer for Kid Rock, um, and I think she played with other bands, but she's mostly known for Kid Rock. Another right. band I I know you haven't heard of of, of, of this female drummer, but. Uh, Elijah Wood, nope, it's not the actor. It's it's Frodo. It's the drummer and <laughs> Mister Frodo? Frodo. No, also, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Elijah Wood plays for Shania Twain. Shania Twain, okay. okay. you know, nice. I mean, yeah, you gotta okay. be a bad mama jama oh, to yeah. play with Shania Twain. I mean, because Shania doesn't Absolutely. put up with nothing, you know.
1: Let's go, uh, girls. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can view. Her Elijah Wood on YouTube because yeah. that's where I, where I found her, and I'm like, oh okay. my gosh, you know, I have some faster because uh because I think she had a she had a she had a drummer and I don't know what happened to him, but it, yeah, this girl can really kill it too. Go Such ahead. a good drummer, yeah. So check her out on YouTube, everybody. Very very yeah. good drummers. We can, we I've talk- got another
1: honorable mention too that I forgot to throw into the notes, but when I was kind of searching through Spotify on those Go Go's and uh, yeah the bank and runaways and stuff the donnas popped up and i was like oh, oh
0: totally the, donnas. the yeah. donnas
1: yeah yeah um but corey Castellano, the drummer for the donnas um just check out take it off that's that was like their take big breakout yeah. yeah yeah um, just, some great drumming in that song all another all female punk group so
0: yeah amazing
1: the list goes on we really could sit here we could talk yeah, for I mean, hours right. on, on right. female bands and female all female bands female drummers um, but these are the ones that just kind of like stood out to us the most. We'll have to revisit this and do another, we'll have to do a part two. And maybe in the part two, Nandy Bushell will have progressed into actually playing for a band. Um, although she's like 11, so maybe not right now. Um, she probably needs to stay in school for a little bit longer. She has, um, a, but, she has uh, at
0: least past, past high school. I mean, come on. Right. I mean,
1: Take it from me, college is dumb and you don't need it. And just quit. Uh, don't go to college and just play drums for a living. Actually, college wasn't so bad. We wouldn't have met unless I had, you know, gone to college. So,
0: actually, I have a few thoughts about college. College needs okay. to teach you what you want to know, not what you, what you what they have. Because why why learn math the third and fourth year? You know, it's yes yeah. stupid.
1: I agree. I'm right there with you. I think it's a
0: waste of time. Because see, I was oh, going to be because I was cause I was planning to become a photographer. Like, ain't nobody going to ask me to turn my camera ninety. Degrees, angles, wine, and have X and it, sure. it, it. I, I hey, could dude. go on for days for talking about it, but I'm, I but wanted I'm
1: not. to. I wanted to get into radio broadcasting because I worked part time yeah. at a radio, uh, radio station when I was yeah. in high school. Yeah. Um. And I went to school for another tangent. I'm sorry. I went to school for radio broadcasting, and I went to USC Sumter first. Um. And they told me I was. I needed to take two semesters of statistics and I was like that's funny because I'm terrible at math and I don't think I should do that and can I work my way around that and they they said I couldn't
0: they said no. um, and
1: then this the really useless I'm sorry I shouldn't say that the you really not helpful guidance counselor that I had <laughs> said that radio would be dead in the next five years and that it was a Horrible field for me to try to get into, and I needed to pick something else. And I was like, Well, that's all I really want to do, so I'll be seeing you. And I left USC Sumter uh, because I was like, I'm not going to take these two classes, these two semesters of math classes that I don't necessarily need to get into radio broadcasting, right? Um, and I started going to tech it's where I met you, yeah, um, CCTC, and uh. I also dropped out of that after two semesters, but hey, that's another story. I did too. Um, I did too. And, uh, but you know what? Jokes on her, on that guidance counselor. Because look at me, I do a podcast with you. Had a really very successful podcast with uh, Brian when I did not religious, um, and then I just started up another podcast. So, bam, I still got in there somehow.
0: Well, let's go with ahead. No and- schooling. Well, let's go ahead and plug. Your new podcast. What's it about, man? Okay.
1: Yeah. So I just started a new podcast, Um, just a little, you know, project that I wanted to do called the South Carolina Spook Show. Uh, titled, so, any of you who are into like true crime, cryptids, UFO sightings, any type of paranormal thing, um, I, I wanted to start. I wa- first off, I wanted to find a podcast about South Carolina based stories along those lines. Could not find it to save my life um and i was like well i'll just start my own so um <laughs> i did my first episode on the lizard man i actually just got uh, it's on spotify right now um my first episode premiered the other day um it is only on spot no i'm sorry it is not only on spotify i'd say that back i just got notification that it is on breaker and it is also on um google podcasts so uh it's not on apple podcasts yet I will be sure to let everybody know whenever I do. Um,
0: Apple likes get, to take uh, their time;
1: they take their sweet time. But yes, and, um, you can check you, it out and on do Spotify you know why? Or, or Google Podcasts.
0: And, and do you know why they take their sweet time? Because they're greedy, not per se, right in <laughs> the <laughs> But um, but I read online. You know, you can take this with a grain of salt. But they have sure. people lis- listening, li- listening to podcasts before it gets approved.
1: Uh, okay, gotcha. Well, good they good don't have much to listen to because it's a short episode. It's,
0: it's like what, um, like ten minutes long. Right? It's only like ten minutes long, yeah.
1: and it wasn't much. You know, I grew up in Lee County. Um, I grew up in Bishopville, so I, you know, I knew about the Lizard Man my hmm. whole life, and I wanted to do something kind of close to home to kind of kick the show off. But I've got other things in the works. Um, like I said, any type of uh, any t- ghost stories, UFO sightings, cryptids, stuff like that. It's all South Carolina based. Um, and no, I will not be talking about the Murdoch murders because that is an on, again, that is an ongoing story. I, I think that the Murdoch murders podcast is great for that. If you want to stay up to date on what's happening with that insanely wild story, but I like to do, I want to do things that are over with and done. Um, and you've got some kind of conclusion to the story, not an ongoing thing. So I won't be covering that. But uh, it'll be a fun little thing. They're probably not going to be very long. Probably just going to be something I throw out once a month. Um, But uh, I've gotten some great responses so far. So thank you for those of you who have listened to it. Um, But uh, it's called South Carolina Spook Show.
0: Nice. And Blake doesn't like discussing anything that would depress you. (laughs) No. But if you are depressed, listen to our show. Um, we hope to God. Yeah. It helps in some form or fashion, but we have a mental health minute we can do for you right oh, now.
1: That's right. So boost your brain power by treating yourself to a couple of pieces of dark chocolate every few oh days. God. I wanted to include this because I'm a sucker for dark chocolate. Me
0: too, man. man. Me I love in
1: general, but I love dark chocolate. Um, The flavonoids, caffeine, and uh, theobromin in chocolate are thought to Work together to improve alertness and mental skills. So nice. I think I think dark chocolate not only tastes great, it's also great for your mental health. Um, actually, so it keeps you right, actually, keeps you sharp.
0: It is better for you than milk chocolate.
1: Yes, you it is it? Yeah. absolutely. It is one hundred percent better for you than milk chocolate. Although I am also a huge fan of milk chocolate as well. But i'm more of like a dark
0: chocolate kind of guy because because I, I i do like the more richer flavor to the dark chocolate i don't know what it is man it's just so good yeah
1: you know? it is so absolutely so. well, cool. uh,
0: yeah but, yeah um so everybody we thank you very very much for listening into the show today uh be sure to share this with your friends families dog cats um animals all, all, all of aliens yeah the lizard man they are here yeah I don't know if lizard man exists.
1: You got to listen to South Carolina Spook Show to find out.
0: I heard it was a gentleman in like a monster costume, but you be the judge and listen to your you show. You be the judge of that. Listen Just to, buy car insurance. Listen, <laughs> listen to the show. But we are available on multiple podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. Uh, so please be sure to rate and review our podcast if you'd like to see us grow. Um, We'll read your reviews right here on the show, just like the one Lee is going to read for you now.
1: Yeah, we've got a review right here on the Apple Podcasts uh, from Andrew Taz. Yes, Andro Taz um, said, great show! Two exclamation points. And said, good interviews. They like the interviews. Andrew Taz likes the interviews that James does that sometimes I participate in. What
0: are you doing too, man?
1: So, I, I do, mean, and I would love I mean, to do more of them. So, um, I just yeah, so busy.
0: Yeah, he is including you in you know interviews. He didn't say I interviews that James does.
1: I don't know because says, we've had some we've had some reviews where people are like James is cool. <laughs> oh. They don't say anything about me, and I'm like that's fine. I know I'm not cool, but they said James is cool, or I like what James does, and they don't like what I do, and they probably think that I am a nuisance. But it's okay. Well, because I'm working through that in therapy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you are going to you. You have another therapy session soon, right?
1: Yeah, I've got another one coming up soon. Um, I had my second therapy session uh a few weeks ago, and it was, it was good. Um, so we're we're working on some stuff and trying to get me a little bit happier with life. Nice. Maybe,
0: maybe she can prescribe you some more chocolate in your life.
1: Maybe. I might need to bring that up and be like, you ever heard of the dark chocolate theory? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, therapy's therapy's going great, man. Um, I I encourage anybody that's ever thought about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, die. yeah, for sure. Go for it, man. I I I don't have a problem admitting. It's not it's not couples therapy, by the way. If no, anybody thinks yeah. that me and you yeah. are struggling, it's not, it's not that. It's it, she's going through some therapy sessions as well. Um, nice.
0: good, good for her. and
1: I don't think you'd mind me saying, but she struggles with like really, really bad anxiety. Um, and that can really mess with her. So she's working on that. Um, and mine is, is more for depression and, uh, cause I, I have a lot of self-loathing, um, and self-deprecation issues. And I don't like, I have a hard time liking myself. Mm. I always have. Um, I've never, it's never come from my parents or anything like that. It's just You. Just been that way. Just me. Yeah. Just uh, I don't know what it is. So call it what you will, chemical imbalance, whatever. Um, it's something I want to work through though, because I'm, you know, approaching 30 and I uh I've spent the last few years. It felt like it was getting worse. I spent the last few years of you, really, really not liking myself. So I, I want to fix that.
0: I tell you a good thing, man. I'm I'm 41. And the thirties was my favorite time of my life.
1: Yeah, so, I, I heard. I, I I'm know. about to get into my prime, is what I keep getting told.
0: <laughs> no, going to go just, into
1: my prime. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait! You're just starting life. You're just starting yeah. life. You know. Yeah, and look, I'm look I'm thankful.
1: I, I'm thankful to be here, um, and all that. I, I truly am but I think that my therapy sessions that I've been doing uh, so far have been great, even though they've only been like two sessions so far, That's but fine. I mean, out what I need to work on and how to learn to love myself, um, forgive myself for things and try to, you know, just be happier. I'm working on that.
0: Hey man, you got to crawl before you walk, right? There you go.
1: There you go. There
0: you go. Uh, so if you want to contact Blake or myself or the, or the show um, and, uh, be on Blake's side, you know, because he really needs it. Um, but uh, but I love you as a brother, dude, so always Thanks remember. Thank you, sir. It love you too, man. <laughs> so the best way to stay up on the date with us is by following all, all of our social media, including, but not limited to, uh, Instagram, and When Words Fail Podcast, Facebook, WWFMS Podcast, Twitter, When Words Fail MS, and you can always email us Give us your suggestions like Mr. Dan Dave Dan with Mr. Dave Dave yep. I'm sorry Dave <laughs> uh, you can email us at WinWordsville podcast at gmail We are always on YouTube with our our fabulous fabulous with our awesome well I guess there are fabulous. I don't know. Everybody's fabulous. Yeah. On uh on uh this video is gonna be up there under youtube.com oh, cool. uh slash winwordsville speaks. TikTok, the same thing. When words for film music speaks, and we get the same website as we always did. When words for All right. music speaks, and uh, if you click on the on the link below on this on this detail um um description, you can get our shirts, on our merchandise Woo! shirt. Yeah, you can get the uh baseball shirts which I got on right now, uh, yeah. and uh, and and uh, you can find many many more items to get.
1: Absolutely. Um, You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Blake underscore Mosley, M-O-S-E-L-E-Y. Um, I'm also on YouTube, youtube.com slash Mosley with three Y's. That's M-O-S-E-L-E-Y-Y-Y uh, with some drum playthroughs I'm doing at church. Uh, eventually we'll do some drum covers in the future. Also working on that. Once this kitchen renovation is done, we're going to begin drum shed stuff. Woo! So I'll keep you updated on that um yes go I, ahead sorry i do have a question so sure
0: what okay so i remember a long time ago on this podcast you said you were getting a new drum set
1: yeah I working think, on that too okay, um okay, haven't okay, pulled the so, trigger on that still okay. in discussions um trying to work out and that's the clear a, and that's
0: a clear drum set right that, that's like a see-through drum yes yeah i love those um, kind I love them. I have
1: been talking to uh, a, f- a friend of mine from church who wants to sell these drums. It's actually a John Bonham uh, signature series of Ludwig drums that are uh, clear, all clear, very big dimensions um, and uh, solid drums. I've played them numerous times at church um, and he talked to me about buying them one day. So we're working on, we're working on that. I hadn't spoken to him in a while about that, but I need to bring it back up. So yeah, maybe once I get the drum shed done, I'll have some new drums to go along with the drum shed, and that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, and then I will post videos to my TikTok transition there at Blake Brosley, uh on the TikTok. Um, I've still got to follow up my uh, last TikTok video. Uh, didn't do as well as my um, my drum one, but hey, you know, you gotta you gotta test out everything.
0: Yep, you uh, do, just like I'm doing online. Or, or, on mine or on right. ours, you know.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah. So uh, also check out, like we mentioned before, my my new podcast, South Carolina Spook Show, uh, available on Spotify, Breaker, and Google Podcasts right now. Um, just got those notifications while we we're recording this episode. Uh, but also, I'm looking for for ideas for that too. So if you if even if you have a personal um ghost story uh, or UFO sighting story, anything like that that happened to you, if you live in South Carolina, hit me up send me an email scspookshow at gmail.com tell me your story i'd love to include it in an episode um i think that would be really fun nice
0: nice yes
1: sir so So sources from this episode come from wikipedia drummagazine.com youdiscovermusic.com and drummingreview.com we do not own any of the music used in this episode and no copyright infringement is intended sorry no problem. You gotta yeah. get those little disclaimers in there. There you go. No, yeah. Or else, problem. or else, or else. You didn't include the sources for the news, and also you don't own the music, and any music that's in the episode, if you're not the the proper owner of the music, then we're gonna sue you. And you're just like, shut up, dude. All right, see, fine. Here, see, here's the sources. See, we don't own the music. See Leave that's ha- that that's
0: the voice of the common critic,
1: right? He sounds like Cartman from South Park. Yeah. Hey, guy. You didn't include a thing. You may. Ma'am. I'm going to do a whole episode of oh Cartman one day. I, I, <laughs> hey, guy. Welcome to Removed Family Speed <laughs> Duck. Sorry.
0: I, I I probably will like, bust up laughing because it's so funny the way you're doing that. So.
1: Anyway, yeah, guest we've got Cartman we're from South Park. Right, how you doing today, man? Hey, guys. shut up. Put in this podcast. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I got an idea. Sorry. Um, <laughs> these are usually things we discuss after we've stopped recording. Yeah. Uh, we're we'll have uh, um, John Goblikon. Is that his name?
0: Well, yeah. Well, yes. When talks about yes. Yes,
1: we'll we'll have to we'll have to have him back on, um, and uh, Cartman at the same time. Yes, yes. And just have them just talk trash about each other.
0: For those who don't who don't know who John Cappellean is, um, he's <laughs> one of my okay. So there are moments in life where you witness the un the unbelievable, right? So yeah. there are, there is a real life goblin living among us.
1: There's yeah, no, no lie. True. If only he was of... in South Carolina, then I could include that.
0: I know uh, his name is John Gobagon, <laughs> and he's the best thing like, ever made from another yeah. goblin. I guess they're, they're, I guess they're, I guess goblins give birth to the goblins.
1: I've never looked up goblin anatomy.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he it's, has either. Uh...
1: Yeah. Probably not. But
0: uh, but he has a book called Giant uh, Gavikhan's Guide to Living Your Best Life, available on Amazon.com. So please pick that up, and uh, I think he signs the book for you. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I got a hard copy of, of um of his book. Um, so check it out. And yeah. yeah, so yeah, we're probably we're probably gonna have him um do an interview, and then next time we get him on, maybe we can get old Carmen.
1: We um, yeah, we'll have to hit up Cartman and see what he's doing. Yeah,
0: I think he has something cool. against you because he says I'm doing a great job. That other guy, yeah. Right,
1: yeah, I know, so, I know. I heard, right. I heard, yeah, yeah heard so, all about that. Like, so have some so. beef
0: with him, don't you?
1: Got some beef with the goblin.
0: <laughs> That'd
1: <laughs> Be the first time goblin beef. Well, that's another story.
0: Yeah, that's a, that is the first time, cause yeah. Where else are you gonna say I have beef with a real life goblin? Nowhere.
1: Stay tuned and find out. Yes. Maybe I have <laughs> a story.
0: Yeah, so hopefully we can get him on sooner than later. But That'd um, be great. But we are in talks with him, so it's it, it looks like it's gonna be a, a good time to, uh, chatting with a real life goblin. Uh, so stay tuned. But in the meantime, always remember when words fail.
1: Music speaks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.